0: Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Wine and Spirits Exhibition. The 54th edition of Vinitali was held from 10 to the 13th of April. If you missed it, don't worry. Go to VinitaliPlus.com for on-demand recordings of all the sessions from the exhibition. And remember to save the date, the next edition of Vinitali will be held from the 2nd to the 5th of April, 2023.
1: Welcome to Professore Attilio Scenza's newest book, translated and narrated by Richard Huff. This latest publication is part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp series, entitled Mama Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Vine and Prejudice, Fake Science and the Search for the Perfect Grape. This is a great way to get a sneak peek at the book before it hits the shelves, so listen in and let the geeky knowledge seep into your ears because we all need a little bit of Shensa.
2: Chapter five How are vine species identified and classified? The genus Vitus was historically divided into two subgenera Uvitus and Muscadinia. Within the Uvitus subgenera, three groups of species can currently be identified. The first, the American Boreal, which includes about twenty eight species and which offered resistance to cryptogamic diseases and phylloxera, was used for the creation of rootstocks and resistant hybrids. The second, the Eastern Asiatic group of about 40 species, and the third, the Eurasian group, which includes only Vitis vinifera. So, what criteria determine the assignment of an individual grapevine to a particular species? Ernest Mayer, the renowned German-American epistemologist, answered the question in a provocative way, stating that the difference between two species is as clear as that between the lion and the tiger. The species never played as important a role in Linnaeus's thought as the genus. Although a creationist, Linnaeus stated in the later editions of his works that only the genera were created initially, and that the species were the product of the crossing of the genera. Darwin also viewed the species as something purely arbitrary, an invention by taxonomists for sheer convenience. The transition from a morphological concept of species, which focused on the physical form and external structure, to the more biological approach adopted by British naturalist Alfred Wallace was based on the fact that, that a species is a population, occupying a specific niche in nature and reproductively isolated from other species. A new systematic of genus fetus was therefore necessary, which was based on the biological properties of individuals rather than on the physical characteristics which were used in the past for classification. The terminology must also be adapted by introducing the term ecospecies and ecotype to define the degree of interaction of an individual within a particular habitat, and of coenospecies for those species capable of exchanging genes among themselves, an aspect that characterizes sympatric populations, that is, two related species or populations that exist in the same geographic area and so frequently encounter one another. Through breeding, it is thus possible to transform species into populations and remove the differences between Eurasian and North American species, recomposing that geographical integrity and genetic continuity interrupted by the tectonics of the continents and by glaciations. Although the methods of molecular biology have greatly improved the possibility of studying the relationships between species, the results of interspecific hybridization and introgressive hybridization are still difficult to interpret. The frequency of such phenomena calls into question the standard paradigm of evolutionary theory, represented by classical phylogenetic models. Spontaneous hybridization, or crossbreeding events, have occurred both in the distant past and more recently, for example, in response to climate change. In particular, the United States, the north-south orientation of the Rocky Mountains, favored the movement of species during the glacial and interglacial periods within the North American continent. The high variability of the physical characteristics of American species of grape has led to the proliferation of 140 names to describe the 65 species currently recognized. These numerous synonyms seem to be one of the reasons why the evolutionary relationships within the genus vitus have never been clearly defined to date. Most of the American taxa are distributed in the eastern and southern states whose geographic boundaries partially overlap. Despite the geographical and phenological barriers that have prevented hybridization between American species in some cases, research in this field, dating back to the early years of the 20th century, has highlighted the widespread formation of natural hybrids. For example, In Texas, due to its particular climatic conditions, vines belonging to the Vitis riparia species have been involved in various hybridization processes, resulting in the creation of new taxa. Currently, three new hybrid taxa originating in North America have been identified. On the other hand, there is a risk that the genetic resources of some species will diminish. For example, Vitis monticola and Vitis generia var are increasingly restricted to limited territories and are seriously threatened by the threat of invasive taxa. On the other hand, there is a risk that the genetic resources of some species will diminish. Species that are increasingly restricted to limited territories and are seriously threatened by the spread of invasive taxa.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Venitali International Wine and Spirits Exhibition, the biggest drinks trade fair in the world. Save the date, the next edition of Venitali will be held the 2nd through the 5th of April 2023. Remember to subscribe to Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin!